0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and really start writing their own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and your committed effort. My interviews, like the one you will hear today, will provide you as a consumer and a business owner access to celebrities. She's one of those. She's a CEO. She's an entrepreneur. And most importantly, she's an industry decision maker. My next guest is Laurie Ann Gibson. She's an Emmy nominee creative visionary, choreographer, director, producer, and entrepreneur. Her new book is Dance Your Dance, Eight Steps to Unleash Your Passion and Live Your Dreams. The book was packed with personal antidotes and messages of empowerment. Dance Your Dance highlights Gibson's evolution from a young dancer training in New York City to a well-respected, in-demand industry leader with an eye for cultivating music artists from the ground up. The book unveils the ultimate blueprint to achieving your dreams, a blueprint she's implemented to develop some of the world's greatest superstars, including Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj, Katy Perry and the Jonas Brothers, among others. Please welcome the money-making conversation for the very second time. She's a good friend of mine to have on this show, and I'm happy to promote her new book, Loriann Gibson. How you doing, Miss Gibson? Hi. You look how fantastic. You? Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, you know, welcome to my new studio. I want to have, because you. last time we did a via podcast and we didn't get to see each other, but, uh, you know, life has changed in a good way and uh, a lot of success that you've had in 2020 despite the COVID-19. How did that, did that affect your life or the COVID-19, the pandemic? And how did that impact you in 2020 and motivated you for 2021?
1: Well, the interesting thing is I was told when it was first happening that creatives would excel. And I kept hearing this and I kept saying to myself, I think I think I think that's right. You know, Mm -hmm. when everything shuts down, when people's idea of what it takes to make it shifts. Mm -hmm. That's when we do excel. And -hmm. I had the opportunity to really dig into the book Mm -hmm. and understand the purpose Mm -hmm. in the book. Mm -hmm. So I was able to take more time to really flush out my methodology Mm -hmm. that I used in helping big superstars become their very best. And I was able to inspire it in eight steps to unleash your passion and live your dream. So for me, COVID was A blessing. It was an opportunity to shift Mm -hmm. and shift and be prepared for what's ahead of us. And a part of that is shifting the narrative and creating inspiration and actual transformation in how people dance their dance and no one else's.
0: Well, you know, I I definitely want uh, want to walk you through you telling your story. I I, I read the book. I, I enjoyed the book. I read a lot of motivational books, a lot of books that, uh, but on each book and, and, and fascinating reading your book because you have to share personal, personal angles and sometimes you're not happy to share those angles like your relationship we had with the, the Greek restaurant owner as, as a young girl. You you know, you shared it and later on you five hours realized you was a fool, but that's part of the process. It didn't destroy you. And, and, and one of the big things that you say, life is a dance. And I I bring that moment up That was emotionally dark for you But life is a dance Explain why you say life is a dance in your book
1: Life is a dance Because it's about different rhythms It's Mm -hmm. about different steps that you have to take Mm -hmm. And again, I believe Greatness is in the process Mm -hmm. It's not in overnight, it's not in insta It's in the process Of becoming, of shedding And receiving And building So for me it was dark, but mm-hmm. I was faced with the opportunity to overcome insecurities. Right. I talk about step four, staying in your <laughs> yes. Right. So that means to me, when I faced the adversity, when I faced the feeling of being in a position where I was vulnerable in the relationship with the restaurant owner, mm-hmm. he did approach me in a sexual manner, and I, I was uncomfortable with that. I wasn't ready To receive it, it didn't align itself with the feeling of my dream. Mm -hmm. And I talk about that being a flag, Mm -hmm. something that redirects you to what will help cultivate your dance and create the confidence that you need to sustain what it is you have to endure in order to live the dream. Um, So it was difficult when I did the audio book and I, heard myself speaking <laughs> the experience I was like oh my god people right. are going to find out things about me and, I, and for a moment I was like did I write this and is this really coming out right but what very you- quickly I understood that my passion to connect directly with entrepreneurs and right. visionaries mm-hmm. and as a result of what I went through it gave me revelation to write the steps in order for them to not only be inspirational But effective. Right. That you could go back to a step when you were faced with a challenge that would take you out of your dance, out of your rhythm, and ultimately making it longer for you to achieve that goal. So it was worth it in the end because I was able to write a book Mm -hmm. that would be effective. For visionaries. Well,
0: the thing about it is that it, it's effective in a lot of ways because you have to be honest with these books. I always I, I hate reading books that that tell you how to be wealthy, but they don't have money in the bank. You know, what I'm saying. And uh, so you can't tell somebody how to be successful if you can't tell them how you came out of a dark moment or you came down from the base of the mountain to climb that mountain. And that's what your book is. But throughout the book, you know, we, we you talk about your dad was an electrician, you were born in Canada, Jamaican immigrants, you know, your mom worked at Xerox, but that wasn't her passion. You know, and uh, the thing I like about it is that like your mom's passion was to be a fashion designer and her mom said, no, that, that's an impossibility. And then Mr. Christopher in dance school. You talk about those dream killers. When and and like you 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 might hear, I always tell people, you know, that leave with your gifts. Don't let your friends, family members, or your age stop you from living your dreams or planning your life. I say that all the time. And that's basically the mantra for your book. And I love it because of the fact that a dream killer tried to stop you as a young dancer because you didn't fit the structure or the physical structure of a ballerina. Talk about dream killers because we we encountered them and guess what? They are clothed in so many different disguises as loved ones, as children, as, as religious leaders. That's what this book, I got excited when I started reading that part of it because I said, she gets it and she's telling the truth.
1: Exactly. And I'm very humbled by the fact that you do get it because that's very special to me because that is the goal. That is the intention. And I think too many people are afraid to talk about the process and they're afraid to let you know that there will be a fight. Mm -hmm. There are dream killers and there is a fight. Mm -hmm. And through the fight, once you persevere and you hang on to the feeling of your dream, it will produce what you need to endure the time that you need to become the dream. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't talk about the dream killers because there is a lack of conversation about the fight right. and about the process, Right. But here's a book that is unafraid to talk to you while you're in the process. To mm-hmm. celebrate you while you're in the process. To inspire you to dance your dance and not someone else's. And that the fight will be there. Right. But it's the fact that I had to get back up. Mm-hmm. That I had to bob and weave, dodge and turn. Mm-hmm. And through dancing my dance, it created a confidence a clarity, a level of perseverance and a level of clarity that would enable me to stand strong now at the best and biggest time of my career. And I think some people like to just talk about the glossiness. They're afraid to say I was curled up in a ball after I got, you know, in a big fight with Puffy on making the band, I was curled up in a ball after I left my pop star at the biggest moment in her career. But it's those moments where I had to hang on to the feeling of the dream mm-hmm. and define myself by staying in my yes. And so if you're in that position and the business doesn't look like it's about to prosper, but you have this feeling of the dream, then you have to take the opportunity to stay in your yes and hang on to that dream and go through the pain, get back up, choose To fight, choose to train again, choose to take another route, but refuse to give up, (laughs) refuse to give up. Mm -hmm. I want the narratives to change, refuse to give up. Well, Lorian, how do I do that? I'm facing eviction. Mm -hmm. Face it. Mm -hmm. Once you face it and you acknowledge that your dream is bigger than the eviction, that the feeling of the dream is bigger than the eviction notice, then you will find a way out. Because you've chosen your dance over somebody else's dance. Wow. You know, and so mean, the dream killers are there to force you to dance your dance. Right. You get it from the visionary perspective. Mm-hmm. Why am I facing this? Why did the door close? It closed because that is not in alignment with the feeling of my dream. That door ultimately wasn't going to create the greatness in me or produce the greatness in me.
0: Wow. You know, the thing about greatness, it's a word that's used a lot now because of mm. the pandemic, the word pivot. And, you yeah. know, it's a po- and when y'all read this book, you are the queen of pivoting. You know, you are the queen. When you got on that bus with your $13,000 plus and 13000 was going to your tuition at Avenue, you know, and the rest was going to, you don't know where. That was your pivoting moment because there was no destiny. But when you got there, you, you balanced pivoting. That's what I'm saying is that, you know, I, I, I laugh at my life. Because a lot of terms I just naturally did did in my life, they're common terms now, branding, pivoting. You were, you know, uh, 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 dream boards and stuff that people put on. That's you. But you did it naturally. Talk, walk us through those steps, you know, even to discovering the world of hip hop. That was a pivot moment for you. You didn't come to New York to be a hip hop dancer. And so, so. Talk about the power of pivoting naturally before it became a term that people use like it's something that was discovered overnight. They just well pivoting. you Well, you did it. And this book tells you how you did it. It wasn't That's happy right. times when you were pivoting. They were not. You were doing it by yourself as a young lady in New York City. I lived in New York City. In 89, I was there in 88. I lived in When you talk about the railroad apartment, I lived in an apartment where, guess what? I looked out the window. The garbage truck stopped every night, woke me up at 3 a.m. A guy right below my window got killed. I used to go shower with 10 other people because guess what? There was a giant shower. So I know exactly the struggle when you talk about pivoting. You have to do some things that, guess what? You you tell the story because guess what? God has allowed you with your faith. To be able to tell this story But let's talk about pivoting When it was not something you could read in a book That you had to go just on your faith Your belief in your dreams
1: Oh my god That is so beautiful What you just said Because basically (laughs) You said it for me And I'm so grateful That you have felt the purpose of the book Mm -hmm. Pivoting is a dance move It is changing a direction And headed into a better flow Mm -hmm. I start out in the book talking about step one, Mm -hmm. dare to dream. Mm -hmm. And I used the word dare because when you're producing something that hasn't been done before, you won't see it Mm -hmm. in the world. You won't see the reflection because you are. Mm -hmm. The very thing that you're looking for, it's in you. So there is a dare. There isn't a risk to dream, Mm -hmm. but I talk about it early so we can get it out the way. Right. And so you can establish a confidence in the passion and in the dream so that you can hang on to that feeling when a pivot hits you. Right. So when I went to New York and I thought I was studying at Alvin Ailey and all of a sudden I went to a hip hop audition and I began to feel something more and there was a pivot, but yet I was like, how can I do hip hop when I was studying technical dancer. I thought I was supposed to be at Alvin Ailey. But in trusting the feeling of the dream, I Mm -hmm. realized that I had to pivot because it wasn't just about dancing his great works. It was about being inspired by Alvin Ailey, James Jameson, Catherine Dunham. It was the fact that when I first saw Ailey, I saw a man who Mm -hmm. spoke about tribulation and oppression through dance. Mm -hmm. I realized that his work as a visionary was what was speaking to my purpose, to my soul. It was moving me towards me understanding how to create movement and artists that would speak to the circumstance. So the pivot was necessary. And so the fact that we're even talking about the pivot from a real place, like it's going to feel uncomfortable, right? There will be a moment where you're out there and you have no confirmation that the pivot is right. But what you do know is where you were didn't feel like all you could be, which is why you have to hang on to the feeling of the dream because it's in the pivot that there will be a moment where you're sustaining evidence of that dream and you're becoming it. Wow. And so to be able to pick up a book that will give you strength during your pivot or while you're pivoting, is key because mm-hmm. God gives each and every one of us a different dream so that we can help each other right? to further empower each other so that we can live our perfect dreams, our individual dreams. So I think the pivot is not something that's just to be taken lightly. Oh, it's easy. Go ahead and pivot and don't feel nervous. Right. Go ahead and pivot and don't feel sick in your stomach when you're walking away from your nine to five to open your own business. No, understand that those are all flags that are directing you directly into the dream. And it is scary. You do have to dare to dream, but you already established that in step one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So continue to dance because the next step will present itself. You'll get confident in the idea that pivoting leads to the evidence of what you will become. And it'll get easier
0: to dance those pivots. The the, the thing about it is interesting about your book. I I I I turned Mr. Christopher every time a dream killer came in your life. It was Mr. Christopher. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so so be patient with me. Like the Mr. Christopher started way in your life and you ignored him. And I called the the the, the restaurant owner. He's a Mr. Christopher. Okay. Right. I, I the the person who 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 basically. Parted you and you missed out on that opportunity in the Malcolm X movie. That was a Mr. Christopher. How do we recognize the Mr. Christophers in our world? Cause your book talks about them. We call them dream killers. They are individuals, these dream killers and they're people that sometimes you don't recognize them, but they came into your life. You didn't let them win. They, I call emotionals. They were never physical setbacks because you have your health. They were emotional moments. They but you learn from them. You talk about, it how you learn but the thing i like consistently about your book hard work was never something you ran away from you you admitted your faults you admitted your errors and you were responsible towards correcting them in another situation and just talk about that because i think that's important because a lot of people when they make mistakes your book discusses how to overcome or not let that mistake win because it's a mistake that we all can make. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, I call them mishaps. You know, mm-hmm. you fall out the dance, you fall out the eight count. Mm-hmm. But as a result of the falling, something in you gets louder. Right. The voice of the dream, the feeling of the dream. Now you're able to hear it because you're in a misstep. So mm-hmm. now you're like, okay, I'm acknowledging it as a misstep because I don't feel good making that decision. I didn't feel good being late. I didn't feel like what was inside of me was aligning itself with what Mr. Christopher said. Right. He said, I couldn't be a ballerina. My feet were too flat. My back was arched. He literally said that I wouldn't be a great dancer, Mm -hmm. but my dream told me different The feeling inside of me told me different. And I hung on to that feeling. And as a result of me being obedient to that feeling, I wasn't afraid of the work that I needed to develop that level of ability. I talk about training to sustain, right. getting as much information as you need to be able to persevere through a dream killer. Right. It's the training. It's the work you put into becoming that sustains you mm-hmm. when someone doesn't see what it is you're meant to become. Right. Because you're the one of ones. You're a prototype. So how, how was Mr. Christopher <laughs> supposed to be me? Mm-hmm. He never saw a young black girl with that much belief, power, mm-hmm. and authority when she danced. Right. He was in a very ignorant phase of his mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. So I tell those people, too, that are dream killers to get out of their period of oppression and rejection to the greatness in others Because they're ruining their own greatness in themselves. Right. But the most important thing as a visionary is to understand that you must do the work. You must train, get as much knowledge to sustain the dream killers. Mm -hmm. Because what you carry may be something original. You may be a prototype. And in most cases, everyone's dream is unique to themselves. And we are all prototypes. We have something unique to offer. And in understanding that philosophy and that methodology, right. you will be less inclined to design yourself by what someone else does, mm-hmm. and begin to embrace the conversation that I'm a prototype. I got to dance my dance because what I have to do hasn't been done the way I'm going to do it.
0: Right, right. You know that. You know this. This is. I uh, know time. We're, we have a time limit here. But I wanna ask you one more question. It's a couple of Mm -hmm. things. I I wish I saw the I had a saw a picture of you in your gogo black gogo cowboy boots, because I'm a Texas boy. So I fell in love when you went out and thought you had to have a pair of black cowboy boots and and when you went for that audition and heavy D and did it and how you changed and walked in hip hop see there's a lot of things that i love about this book and the thing i love about this book the most is that see fear stops a lot of people i always tell people they don't want to change jobs or they don't want to end relationships you know fear could have stopped you with lady gaga Dicky Minaj, the call you got with michael for michael jackson he was working with brandy these are not these are not Trivial names that are thrown around in the book. They're just examples to let you let people know that that you had to make decisions and you couldn't be afraid when you was making these decisions. And before I wrap this interview, I like to if you can just explain to people, yes, you were afraid. You, no, your fear was in you, but faith got you through that. But talk about that whole process, because a lot of people are stuck at jobs right now that you quit. Their relationships they could walk away from. They're living in conditions that they can do better, like you said, but they refuse to figure out a plan. This book is about a plan. And they, if they follow this plan, They'll realize that this book might have a lot of famous names in it. Just remove the famous names and write mm-hmm. their names in it. And the people that are blocking them or helping them, they're in this book. That's why I love this book, Miss Gibson. And I want to thank you for writing it. But before I leave, if you can expound on overcoming fear when great opportunities are presenting themselves, but you don't know the expectations of what could happen.
1: You're so awesome. I really am grateful for you and your guidance in helping me express the power of this book. So thank you so much for dancing your dance, but most importantly for being your great self because it is blowing me away how much you're helping people to understand the power of this book. So I'm so humbled by that. Thank you. I believe and I know that I wrote this book for the very reason that if I can speak to your dream, I can speak to your circumstance. So I know that fear did not live in me. It lived around me, but faith lived in me. Once you dare to dream, then the possibilities of the beautiful power of that dream is about faith and faith is in the dream. So very early, I realized that faith was something that was around me. That was something that was being projected towards me. And that if I gave it life, If I said yes to it, then that would actually become something I had to then experience versus staying in my yes, which is an important step for it's a hard step to work because (laughs) you have to stay in something that you cannot see. Mm -hmm. You have to stay in something that is deeply rooted in the passion that you feel when you think about your dream Mm -hmm. and in doing so you choose your dream over the fear. And now you're saying to life, unfold according to God's plan, unfold according to the plan of my dream, my purpose, and my destiny. Unfold according to my dance, unfold according to who I am. And again, you choose the dream over the fear. And suddenly what starts to rise in you is confirmation. And the faith gets you to the next step. Suddenly the phone rings. You pick up the phone and it reflects you staying in your yes and not the fear of losing, but the faith of winning. So it is about working the steps. It's not about expecting something to happen magically overnight. No, it's about understanding when you're facing it and you refuse to choose it. (laughs) It's going to come. Come on, come when, on. When, when I had to pay that bill and I didn't have a job and my rent was due, I was like, okay, God, where am I? When I was going to the foreign officer, she was like, you have to go home. I was in that bathroom on my knees, like, you gave me this dream. I'm going to need you to help me understand what I'm going to have to say when I go downstairs and they want me to produce this paper that I don't have. And as soon as I went downstairs,
0: she was gone. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Come on. You ain't gonna, what you ain't going to do to me is test me on this book, babe. I got your book. Okay. (laughs) Love it.
1: I was the very woman that (laughs) expected me to produce a paper that I did not have, a paper that would send me home,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. got fired.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And they were like, look, Miss Swanson's not here. I need you to go back to your class. Mm -hmm. And what did that do? It brought me time to do what I needed to do to stay in my dreams. So I talk about these situations to support another dreamer at that particular junction where they need evidence of right. the yes, evidence mm-hmm. of someone staying in their Yes. Not just the celebrating materialistically mm-hmm. being bold, being like braggadocious about what you have. This is not what this book is about. This is about becoming what you are. And at Certain times I have to talk about what I don't have and what I didn't have so that you can understand the power of staying in your yes, the power of your dream. So I'm so grateful, but it is really important, especially now that I speak to fear being around you, Mm -hmm. not in you, so that you can understand how to stay in your yes, which completely produces the faith and the confidence and the perseverance you need to get to what you already are.
0: Wow. She's Lorianne Gibson, Dance Your Dance. She shares numerous inspirational stories and anecdotes, including coming up and dancing with Lo- Jennifer Lopez. First time meeting Lady Gaga. Working with the late Michael Jackson. The early days of bringing Nicki Minaj Barbie world to life. Her longtime collaboration with P. Diddy, and you're fantastic. I want to thank you for taking the time. Again, I'm supporting this book. Lorianne Gibson, Dance Your Dance. Thanks for coming on Money Making Conversation. You're amazing. You look amazing. And 2021 will be awesome for you because You're blessing us with this book. Thank you. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.